Why am I in chronic pain? I asked myself that question so many times over the years, and in this episode, I'm going to share the perspective that helped me get my body out of pain. Hey everybody, it's Matt Shu from Upright Health and welcome back to the Upright Health Podcast. In today's episode number 47, we're going to be talking about chronic pain, how I've always looked at it, and how this perspective can really help you get rid of pain in your own body. This episode today is brought to you by our do-it-yourself programs. You can help yourself train out of a hunchback. You can fix anterior pelvic tilt. You can help your shoulders move right and feel right. Get your hips to move better. All with our do-it-yourself programs at uprighthealth.com slash DIY as in do-it-yourself. So uprighthealth.com slash DIY. It's also brought to you by Upright Live. Our weekly live streamed classes for your lower body and upper body can help you make everything move better. So you get the strength and mobility in your hips and shoulders that will make your life feel a whole heck of a lot better so you can move through your day with confidence. So be sure to check out Upright Live at uprighthealth.com slash L-I-V-E as in live or live. So uprighthealth.com slash L-I-V-E for the Upright Live program. So in today's episode, let's talk about chronic pain. I wrote about this in a blog post um, last year and I wanted to just go over it today in a podcast because it's that important a message. When you're suffering with chronic pain, you search for meaning in it. You ask yourself, why am I in chronic pain? Why do I keep hurting every day? What's wrong with me? But the meanings we ascribe to our chronic pain do not always help us get out of pain. Oftentimes, the theories we attach to chronic pain can actually make our pain worse. So today we're going to look at how your understanding of your pain influences your ability to move and live your life without pain. So we need to rewind a bit. We're going to think about um, what really started triggering a lot of things for me and my body. I was in high school. I pulled my groin as a roller hockey goalie. Uh, it was, I still remember just how painful it was. Uh, I was in a lot of pain and I knew why. I pulled a muscle in my groin. It was hurt and injured. The doctor and physical therapist all told me to rest. They said, you're young, it'll heal on its own. So in that case, the pain meant I had damaged a muscle. That was the meaning I had assigned to it. And uh, the result was I knew I needed to rest the muscle. That was the strategy to fix the problem. I had another issue when my back wouldn't stop hurting for months and months and months. My doctor x-rayed me. He said it would get better with rest. Basically, he said it was just hurt. I damaged it somehow, so the strategy was to just rest. When I was in my 20s and my feet and my knees started hurting, doctors told me I was just getting older, and they said I just needed to rest more so that I didn't wear down my joints. Basically, uh, rest was the fix for my pain then too. 
or was supposed to be. When I started suffering with severe pain, numbness, and tingling in my hands and wrists, doctors told me that, well, you don't have carpal tunnel syndrome. They said, oh, you've just overused your hands and wrists. Okay, so that was the meaning they were assigning, and basically overuse. Uh, so then the fix? Rest. Rest your hands and wrists because you overuse things, right? So you can kind of see how the meaning in all of these situations, the interpretation of the meaning, right, this, this pain, the interpretation of the pain leads to specific strategies to fix the pain, right? So, okay, it's damaged, it needs to rest, it's overused, it needs to rest, all these things need rest. And that is exactly where chronic pain sufferers like you and I get trapped. So key point here, just because a meaning for your pain makes logical sense or seems to make sense on the surface doesn't mean that the strategy works. And also, just because the meaning makes sense and seems like it makes sense on the surface doesn't mean it's even right. So in all the cases that we just went over, rest wasn't a terrible suggestion for my aches and pains, at least not in the beginning. Rest can, you know, sometimes give you time to step back and assess what's going on and, and really fix a problem. So for example, whenever I work with a client with chronic pain who does CrossFit or, you know, whatever, or some, not, I'm not bagging on CrossFit, but who does some sort of high intensity exercise classes, whatever it is, if it's Orange Theory, if it's a really intense hot yoga class, like it doesn't matter. It's not really which specific brand of whatever they're doing. It's if they're doing really high intensity exercise classes, I often suggest that they back off of those classes so that we can really understand how their body works, right? Is there something about what they're doing in their classes that makes their shoulder hurt all the time? Or is there something about the volume or intensity of what they're doing in those classes that's making the hip hurt or the knee hurt? You can't really tell what's going on unless you have at least, at a minimum, a week away from doing a bunch of high-intensity stuff. Right? The same would be true if you have somebody who's training for like an Ironman and they're constantly doing biking, swimming, running, and you know they've got something that hurts. You you've got to just back off at least for a little bit to understand. Um, you know, what the variables are, what are the contributing factors, right? So that's a time when rest can be helpful, but what, what I found, what my team and I and all of our clients have found is that resting for chronic pain um, is really a terrible option when you're talking about it as a long-term strategy. Um, and in fact, it can be a terrible option in the short run too. So um, that might sound a little bit weird and controversial to some people, but doctors have found that this is true in other cases, right? They just haven't applied this in a logical way across the entire body. The clearest example here is with back pain. Um, doctors changed their tune drastically over the last few decades on back pain. They used to say, well, if you have back pain, we'll just rest, just rest, 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 rest. And then if it keeps hurting, we need to do an X-ray or MRI so we can see what's damaged. If your back hurts chronically and you've been resting and still hurts, then something is damaged and we need to fix it surgically. Now, 
this has been really a fascinating transition to watch. Now they say, keep moving, don't worry about it, don't get an X-ray or an MRI because those things actually will just scare you more, and then will make you want to get a surgery that does not have good results and carries a lot of risks that we didn't realize were in there when we were making our original suggestion. So that it's, literally, it's a 180 degree turn on that with a straight face without, you know, no big oops, sorry. It's just a hey, what we were saying before, we're just going to say the opposite, right? So the meaning of back pain in this case fundamentally changed. Back pain, the meaning that doctors were assigning to back pain fundamentally changed. Where they used to say, back pain means you're severely damaged. Now they say, no, 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 don't worry. It's probably just a muscle thing. It'll get better with time if you keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, right? So the meaning changed, the interpretation of the pain changed, and the strategy changed as a result. Um, and that's assuming you're talking to a doctor who's up to date on the science, which, um, as we all know, is not something you can assume. So um, then you need to ask, well, if you keep moving, will your back pain really go away? Well, I, well, doctors like to say that if you keep moving, things will just resolve on their own. And this, this may be true for some lucky people, but um, if you are somebody with back pain, don't get overly frustrated when it doesn't work for you. Because here's the thing that just doesn't get talked about much at all. If you keep using the same movement patterns and habits that got you into your back pain or hip pain or whatever it is in the first place, or you're constantly compensating in specific ways around something, your back pain may never fully resolve even if you do keep moving. So I, I personally discovered this in high school after a stubborn case of back pain that took over a year to resolve. Right? Basically, you, you can't just assume that moving alone is going to fix the problem. Just as you can't think that rest alone is going to fix your problem. Let's go back to this whole idea of the meaning of your chronic pain. The meaning that you ascribe to your chronic pain can make your pain worse. What most people don't realize is that the meaning you decide on influences more than just your strategy to fix your chronic pain. It also influences how severe your experience of pain is. Put another way, if you think your pain is because of something severely damaged, you will actually feel the pain more intensely. You will guard more. You will be more on edge and anxious because you're afraid of doing further damage. There's some interesting brain wiring that makes all this happening that I'm not an expert on, but there are pain experts who have been researching this stuff. And it's been demonstrated in, exper in experiments with um, real-life human beings, right? So I will link to an interesting video that actually talks about this. There's a pain science uh, researcher who talks about the effect of expectations, the mental side of chronic pain, and how your expectations of how painful something is going to be or the reason you have this pain amps up the intensity of pain. It's really fascinating. So for example, if you think you're about to be hurt really badly, well, when the actual thing happens, you know, you, you, you think somebody is about to like shock you with 20,000 volts and then they shock you with like a little five volt thing, you're going to experience it 
as a really huge 20,000 volt shock because you had that expectation. So you think your knee hurts because it's, it's degenerating and grinding away because you have advanced osteoarthritis and your bones are all rotting. The knee pain that you have is likely to feel a whole lot worse. You think your back pain is due to arthritis that you saw in an x-ray? Well, whenever your back feels even a twinge, you're going to think you're doing severe damage to your poor back and you tense up, lock everything down, you stop moving your spine, and every time you feel a little jolt, it feels like you're being electrocuted all up and down your spine and your legs are going numb. It's really easy to get caught in these loops, right? You think your hip pain is because you've got torn up labrum bits and your bone shapes are all causing rubbing and your joints being damaged. Then you start to interpret every twinge as a sign of you doing severe damage to your hip. And the pain is more severe, it gets louder and louder and louder, and you stop moving your hips and your muscles get weaker and your pain gets worse. Then you're trapped in a cycle of feeling more pain, which you attribute to being even more badly damaged, which makes you feel the pain more, which makes you guard that badly damaged body part more, which makes you feel even more pain, right? So now you are stuck. So key point today, with chronic pain, don't get tricked into a bad meaning with a bad strategy. When you're suffering with chronic pain, there are plenty of meanings to choose from to explain your chronic pain. Maybe you have arthritis or a torn labrum or a torn meniscus or tendonitis or bursitis or some kind of chondral lesion, torn rotator cuff. You might have the x-rays, the MRIs, the CT scans to prove that this is the problem. Or maybe you have fibromyalgia or one of the other diagnoses on the growing list of muscle and limb disorders, quote unquote. The question to ask yourself is this, what's the strategy that comes with the meaning I'm choosing? Almost without exception, the strategy that comes with these medical explanations for chronic pain is rest. Just think back to, to any of your experiences with your medical diagnoses for pain. Think about my my experience with all my different aches and pains that we talked about at the beginning of this episode. Rest, 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 rest. The problem is you're damaged, you need to rest. Eventually, this strategy, the medical strategy, is something invasive like surgery or jabbing needles for steroid or anesthetic injections into you or some kind of fancy other PRP injection, whatever, which we talked about previously. Are those productive strategies? The answer is a pretty resounding no. Those strategies and their meaning suggest that you are so broken that you no longer have any power to help yourself. Those those meanings, they suggest that you have such severe damage that nothing short of the miracle of modern medical technology can end your pain. So you are out of the driver's seat, you can do nothing, and you have no more responsibility. You have no say in the way your body feels, you have no say about your own function, it's all up to a surgeon, it's all up to somebody with a needle or drugs or something. That my friends, is disempowering. It makes you fear moving your body and it makes you believe that any bit of pain is a sign of further damage. That traps you in a cycle of pain that makes your pain worse and worse and worse. It's also an incredibly big gamble. 
If a surgery doesn't work, does it mean that the surgeon wasn't good? Does it mean that you are even more damaged than you previously thought? Well, it's actually kind of scary, right? Because that's a common story for those who have undergone unsuccessful back surgeries. Over and over and over again, you get a back surgery, it didn't work. Maybe you need to see another surgeon who will do a better job. Oh, it didn't work again. Well, that's because your spine was really, really damaged. So we need to fuse more vertebrae, right? That is the storyline that continues with other surgeries. Even though it's gotten less with back surgeries, it's continuing with hip surgeries. and It's continuing with shoulder surgeries. I've seen these stories and they're frightening, right? Now, what if you choose something a little less invasive? What if you do some massage or acupuncture, electrical stimulation, or some other modality that in the end doesn't seem to work for you? Does does that mean you need a stronger intervention? Maybe your practitioner doesn't know how to massage you or needle you the right way. Those are also certainly possibilities, but they also make you blind to the role you need to play in getting your body moving again. So it's why I always caution people to not get caught up in the things that somebody does to you to help fix you. Ultimately, you need to be able to fix yourself. Now you may be saying, oh, but I definitely have arthritis. I definitely have da 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 da. I have a tear. I have this. I have that. Uh, I'm going to reiterate something that we've mentioned before, and that's ATM, always think muscles. Many people with back pain, I, I say many, I mean a lot of people with back pain, knee pain, and hip pain have been told their pain is from arthritis or some other structural diagnosis. You can see that arthritis easily in x-rays. I've personally been told that I have hip arthritis and the spondylolisthesis in my um, spine. There's damaged bone, no cartilage. You can see it on x-ray. That's the explanation. What you, what I'm going to remind you of here is that the severity of, X, of, of arthritis in an x-ray, whatever they see in these images, often has absolutely zero correlation to symptoms, right? When they do these studies, yeah, cool, you have arthritis, but you could have literally bone-on-bone arthritis and no symptoms, no pain, no movement restriction. It's just not relevant, and you just shouldn't be thinking about it. Um, This is consistent knees and spines and shoulders. It's, It's a nice fantasy. It's a nice story that doctors have been telling for decades, but the science isn't there to back up the stories. So again, to beat chronic pain, you must choose a meaning with a productive strategy. The medical meanings, in my opinion, don't give you a productive strategy. Uh, And if a surgery or an injection or whatever high-tech solution doesn't work, which is fairly common, you're left with basically increasingly expensive and invasive options, all of which suggest that you are really damaged and that you need something even more invasive and more invasive. So I really encourage you, if you're battling chronic pain, to take this first brave step. Choose a better meaning for your pain. The one that I've always taken that I think makes the most sense is my pain is telling me I'm not using or training my body properly. It's a simple, simple perspective that is very productive and it can give you the power to make great change. So let's say I have hip pain. 
I sit on my butt for 17 out of my 18 waking hours. I'm under training numerous muscles around my hip joint and neglecting a lot of different motions that my hips should be able to achieve. And I've been doing that for 20, 30 years. Oh, I'm training my body poorly. I'm not using my body enough. Maybe you have knee pain. You run 300 miles a week and you have never stretched, massaged, or done anything to relax your leg muscles. You are overtraining your foot, ankle, calf, thigh, and hip muscles in, in an extremely repetitive pattern. It's time for you to make a change. Maybe you have shoulder pain. You curl your body over your laptop and mobile phone for 10 hours a day. You're undertraining muscles that allow for proper spine, shoulder blade, and arm positioning and movement. You are training your body improperly. You are not using it well. It's time to make a change. Or maybe you have foot pain. You wear stiff, thick soles all day and you haven't let your foot, ankle, or calf muscles do any real work in decades. Or maybe you have high heels and your toes are jammed in and you're always locked in plantar flexion. Hmm. Are you using your body well? Would you expect your arm to feel good if you encased it in a cast for the rest of your life? It might be time to make a change. In this perspective, pain is not a sign of damage. It's not a sign of a malfunctioning body. It's a sign that you need to make a change to the way you move and use your body. It's not a short-term quick fix strategy. You cannot pay someone to fix it for you. And this process can take months or years to really see fantastic results. All that said, it is the least invasive, cheapest, and most rewarding, productive, and empowering strategy I've found and that we've, we've found at Upright Health. Now, I know that there are people out there who will say, no, no way, movement cannot fix my pain. Um, I get it because we're basically trained to think that way, right? That's literally the message we're hearing from our doctors all the time. Don't move, don't move, don't move until, by the way, we're going to change our opinion, right? <laughs> Just like back pain. So whenever we work with someone who has had pain for a long time or a severe amount of pain somewhere in their body, one of the biggest challenges is is mental. It's mental. That's why we talk about thinking right first. When you've been hurting for a long time, you start to think that this means your pain cannot be solved without drastic intervention. And then this gets reinforced when your aches and pains don't go away on the time frame that you want. Um, we've seen this plenty of times. Somebody's training their body, you know, trying to do this for three months and the hip still doesn't feel good or, you know, they've been stretching and strengthening for a year and they still don't feel great. And at that point, it's easy to think, well, that means this body part is really messed up. And that puts you right back in the mindset that increases your pain and makes you feel helpless and hopeless, which makes your pain worse. The reality that we've seen is pretty simple. If you want to be able to move more without pain, you need to practice moving more. You may need to learn some new things and move in new ways, but staying still and resting will never improve your ability to function in daily life, period, full stop. Lying in bed only makes you better at lying in bed. Sitting on your butt only makes you better at sitting on your butt. To get better at moving, you must train your body to move more. And you need to train it to move more in a variety of new ways. 
that that's how you make yourself more resilient. I mean, again, with back pain, it's the perfect example. Initially, doctors said, hey, yeah, don't move, don't move, don't move. And now it's all about moving, 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 right? And the, the nuance that we need to be clear on here is that you need to be moving um, in specific ways, right? In, in very conscientious ways and really understanding how to move in balanced ways, right? And I mean, as I'm sitting here talking to you on this podcast, I'm moving and stretching too, right? So I'm, I'm not going to just sit here for 30 minutes and not move. I'm stretching. You might even be able to hear it as I fidget and stretch my hips. Um, I'm living exactly what I'm telling you, right? So some closing thoughts. My body needs to be retrained is the thought that always rings in my head when I have pain. It's a meaning that I think is productive and it seems to be the one that most clearly maps with the reality of the human body. I went from feeling constantly fatigued, lethargic, achy, limited, and feeling like a really frustrated victim to feeling confident, powerful, and hopeful. Like I, I can do more now than I ever could. I, I went from, I've gone from being unable to walk down stairs without pain, and that was in my 20s, um, to working on pretty complex movement tricks, headstands, handstands. I, as of this recording, I still cannot do a handstand for more than like a second or two, but I'm getting there. Um, cartwheels. Uh, in the last year, my cartwheels have gotten so good. It just, they feel so right now. Um, I went from constant pain and tingling in my hands to uh, being able to write, you know, long articles, read things online, typing emails, again, doing handstands, cartwheels, doing pull-ups, um, just doing a lot of stuff with my body that was just impossible before. Um, these days, you know, I, I, I still run into frustrations, right? I get frustrated when I'm trying to learn physically challenging movements and positions, but I'm not feeling the frustration that comes with your body just getting worse all the time, right? I get annoyed um, that my my son has more energy reserves than I do, but I, you know, I feel good knowing that I now know how to show him how to move right and feel right for the long term, right? And I can keep up with him pretty well so far. He's, at the time of recording, he's, he's uh, just shy of two years old and uh, he's, um, he, he can't keep up with me if we're going to like, you know, go for a long hike, so I got to carry him. But uh, I know the day is coming where he will be able to uh, run or walk or hike much longer than I can. But I'm going to try to stave that off and I'm going to try to keep up with him for as long as I dang well can, okay? So the point is my chronic pain is not destroying my life and it's not destroying my family. Um, and this is only possible because I chose a meaning that gave me a productive strategy. I, I, I mean, I saw that every other meaning led to the same rest, rest, rest. You're broken, you're damaged, stop moving. And I just chose to believe that there was something I could do to help, my, help myself. Uh, and clearly, that strategy has worked. 
And that same strategy, that same perspective and meaning has helped thousands of other people out there do the same thing for themselves. I've seen the messages, the comments on YouTube, the emails, people saying, like, thanks, I've got my life back. This perspective works. And it's the one that I really encourage every, everybody to take when they're dealing with chronic pain. If you're in pain all the time, you're doing something that needs to change. You need to integrate new habits, retrain your body in a way that restores balance, that restores strength and mobility. Focus on the function, right? Always think muscles so that your body moves right and feels right. If you are looking for ideas to help you with your body, to train it, to be more strong, to be more mobile, be sure to check out uprighthealth.com slash DIY to see our do-it-yourself programs that'll help you with your posture, help you with your hips, help you with your shoulders, help you with all kinds of things. So it's at uprighthealth.com slash DIY for our do-it-yourself programs. And if you have already been doing some of our do-it-yourself programs or you've gotten a lot from our videos and you're looking for more inspiration, you're looking for maybe some more guidance, but you don't live anywhere near an upright health, maybe you want to check out Upright Live for our live streamed classes. We're doing weekly upper body and lower body classes and a Q&A session to help you get answers to your questions. And in these classes, you're going to learn how to exercise in a way that's balanced, in a way that challenges very specific things in your body that you just won't get anywhere else and in such a convenient format. So be sure to check out Upright Live if you're looking for that extra level of accountability and extra level of information. Again, it's uprighthealth.com slash live, upright live. That's uprighthealth.com slash L-I-V-E. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Upright Health Podcast. I hope you found it helpful, inspiring. I hope it helps you think right, move right, and feel right. And as always, I hope you remember that pain sucks. Life shouldn't. <laughs>